Hi, and welcome to episode 88 of the Studio Insider Art Podcast. In today's episode, Steph shares a fresh and raw experience where she made an expensive and painful mistake in her art business. Although this wound is still fresh, in this episode, we step into the power of what can happen when we own our mistakes and use them to identify where we may need to make changes in our art business practice to protect ourselves and our customers from them in the future. As always, we manage to find humour in our struggles and use it to step out of the shame spiral and into some solutions aligned with our hearts and neurological diversities. I also need to let you know that the school holidays start here this week, which means that Steph and I will be taking a break from the podcast over the next three weeks. We'll see you back here with some fresh new episodes and a whole new season after our break. I really hope you enjoy this very raw and meaningful episode and I'll see you in a few weeks time. Hi, this is Susan Nethercutt and welcome to the Studio Insider Art Podcast. In these episodes, I throw open the doors to my art studio practice and how I run my business as a professional artist. Whether it be candid insider chats with my studio assistants, Laura and Steph, or interviews with other creatives, or answering listener questions, there is something here for every emerging artist. I hope my journey can help you feel a bit more at home in your own. Hi, Steph. Hi, Sue. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'll ask you that question first. We just had a, a, whole funny, a very funny, almost <laughs> disastrous moment where the dog actually stole Steph's phone, <laughs> dragged it out by the microphone, hanging out of her phone. We're like, where's the phone gone? <laughs> and you're yelling at her and I'm laughing my head off. And that, my friend, is why it is not good to record podcasts with the dog in the room. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. She's so cute. She is so cute. She, she's completely destroyed my productivity in the most beautiful possible way. Oh, yeah? Well, I hope the dopamine is worth it. Yeah, yeah it is. It totally is. Now, tell me. Okay. Avoidance of question. What's going on for you, Steph? Okay. I uh, have a new segment. It's called How Steph Stuffed Up This Week. <laughs> And actually, I should kind of have Steph. I should, I should kind of like stuff up of the week, and then maybe we can collect stuff ups from listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I think this would actually be really great because I did have a tiny chat to you about this before we jumped on. And what I love about the stuff up is that it came part and parcel with a solution to a long-standing problem. Yeah. So let's yeah. unpack it a bit because okay. I think it's actually going to be really useful for people. I'm really embarrassed actually about this stuff up, but I'm just, I have to own it because it's the Well, you did own it really forward. well on Instagram. So let's own it even wider okay. because honestly, like when you own this stuff, I mean, isn't this what we're learning through the process of unpacking all kinds of things, quite mm-hmm. frankly, on this podcast, like mm-hmm. my ADHD, your probable ADHD, <laughs> uh, it's helpful in, it relieves a lot of pressure and stress when you just own up to, yeah, I'm not good at something. Yeah. So let's yes. dive in because okay. we've, you've talked about this before on the podcast too, but it was just a demonstration of like that moment where you go, 
I think this is a long-standing problem. Yeah. Okay, so the bit of a backstory. I have a lovely customer, and she was going to order a couple of paintings, and then she ordered ended up ordering four paintings, and it was I was like dancing my little happy dance because I had like a nice big sale, and she's a beautiful person, and I was like, this is like exactly what I want more of in my business, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we all want. <laughs> Three weeks later, I finally managed to pack her order. Right, three weeks. Three weeks. Yep. And we did have two lockdowns in that time too, we should point out, right? Okay, this is in June. Oh, this was before the lockdowns. Okay. I was trying to think of reasons this way. Me at my best self, just for context. Okay. Okay. All right. So then I booked the courier. I was like, hey, I'm on top of this. It's okay. This is going to America too, by the Mm -hmm. way. So I could only use one specific courier company because we're in a country and whatever. We're not serviced by lots of people. Anyhow, so I, I uh, booked the courier and the courier didn't show up. And I use oh. them all the time. They're usually really great. So something went awry, okay? So I pulled it back off my front porch and left it sitting in the hallway of my house for three weeks. Another three weeks. <laughs> so she's waited six weeks. Okay, okay. And, and I didn't tell her. Oh, okay. So I'm just adding like really <laughs> customer service i shall bleep that out i'm just adding like really terrible customer service to the mix yeah okay and every day i would walk past that and i would get this pit in my stomach looking at that parcel Mm -hmm. and being like oh i really don't want to have to call the courier and fix this this is not an emailable situation and i have this like deathly fear of being on the phone with people I yeah. don't know. All right. Yeah. And that's just a whole other podcast. Well, yeah, that is a whole other thing. <laughs> Am I making this story really long and boring? Sorry. I'm no, I think it's chase. actually, you know what I love about it though, is I'm sure everyone has something like this that oh. they can, can relate to in their own life. Like this, I think it's good to break it down, those steps, because the things we avoid and how many times we think about them and just go, it's just too hard. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling. Okay, thanks. You're making me feel a bit better, but. Anyway, I'm still owning that this was not good, okay? <laughs> so finally, the customer messaged me and was like, hey, I just wondering if this is like lost in the post. Do I need to do like a claim on my credit card or something? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just am a terrible human. <laughs> oh, so deaf. Anyway, so... Um, and bearing in mind, I don't have anything on my website about this might take a while, you know, like there's no, I haven't put any parameters in around realistic. So you've led people to believe that you will ship in a timely manner. They're efficient and on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) First mistake there. Anyway, so uh, chewing and throwing, I am, I rebooked the career after a very long phone conversation and being on the hold for two hours, also an email conversation. And again, they didn't show up. What's up with that? I don't know. I'm not going to name it shame. There's lockdowns going on. Everything's a bit crazy, but whatever. So then, uh, obviously, I, she, she had to reach out again, being like, okay, is there a shipping number? Because I told her I'd rebooked it. I'm like, <laughs> no, they haven't showed up. <laughs> this is like two <laughs> weeks later, you know? So she's waited since the 11th of June. And we're like nearly at the end of August. Yeah. And I mean, she was darling about it. Like, I've got to say, like, she was so sweet about it. But basically, she asked for a refund. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, fair enough. I'd want one too. But it was $1,500 that I didn't have. Yes. And I was like, oh, the council rates bill just arrived and the car needs fixing. Okay, I'm just going to have to make this work. So I did. I refunded it. Yeah. And, you know, along with a million and one apologies, I had to totally own that. And like, I have no excuses here. I was just like not good at this. Um, and she was super kind about it and stuff and no hard feelings. But I was devour. I was like, now this beautiful person doesn't get that art on their walls. I don't get to have important money in my pocket to pay my bills. And I feel like a failure. And this is not the first time I've done something like this. Uh, but, you know, isn't this the curse of, like, the ADHD person is, like, we can be, like, geniuses in some areas. Yeah. And then in other areas that should be very simple and easy to carry out, mm-hmm. we can really struggle. And then we uh-huh. beat ourselves up so bad for it because we're smart yeah. enough to know we should know better, right? Right. Well, at this point, this is where I had an epiphany. I was like, look, even neurotypical people find some things hard. You can't realistically run a thriving business on your own without losing your mind or having yeah. nothing else in your life, right? Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, just own this. I would normally, before I had understanding of my neurodiversity, I would have like flagellated myself about mm-hmm. this. I'd have been like, just try harder. Just focus more. Just stop being a stuff up. You could do this. What's wrong uh, with you? That old record, hey? And this time I was like, nah, you're not a stuff up. You're just a weirdo. Like, it's okay. Like, you, you know now that you're not good at this and you're going to do it again. So it's time to ask for help. And you did. I did. Really that quickly. Day. That um, day. Tell everyone what you did because it was great. did a really embarrassing story on Instagram. <laughs> you owned up. That was your first stage. <laughs> it's like a 12-step program. Stage one, own up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> like please help me someone who's local to me like I've always felt like my business isn't at the stage where I can employ people because I can't commit to hours or you know people need to know what money they're going to get and when and I'm just like all over the place um so I just owned that as well and said I need someone who's local to me who can just randomly turn up once every couple of weeks or a couple of hours maybe Mm -hmm. And I was inundated with sweet messages. They were really nice and loved. And I found someone within 30 minutes. Isn't that crazy? It's super crazy. So good. And the person that turned up is someone who used to be my business partner in another, you know, iteration and is like systems and processes guru. That is so awesome. They're amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you, Mars. You're the best. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. That was a long story. No, but it's a really good story and good on you for going through that because, I mean, there's the there's the bit, right? I know I've been through it a million times and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, that moment where you get to choose whether you beat yourself up or not, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And how, you know, as people that are neurodiverse, as you and I are, we're going to make mistakes and it'll mm-hmm. usually be in areas that other people are kind of looking at you going, why can't you do this simple yeah. thing? That's that's the tricky part, right? And yeah. the shaming part because you know that you probably should know better except now yeah. we know that like we probably will never know better. And then someone tells you, you just need a list. And oh, like- or you need a planner. <laughs> 
Before we realised the whole ADHD thing was going on, I think I actually said that to you or a calendar or something in that regard and now I'm like, oh, never say that again. Because <laughs> it works when you're typical, but it doesn't, doesn't help. Well, I have doesn't one now that works, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so I love what you did this time. You didn't go on a shame spiral. Well, you I stopped, did for a while. No, but, I, but you stopped the spiral, Yeah, right? Because yeah. you've got another message in the brain now that's like, well, no, let's be kind to yourself about this and admit that there's just a problem there that you need help with. Yeah. And cut yourself some slack, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. And you know what is also weird is that like uh, my first instinct was to ask people close to me for help. Like yeah. I totally hinged yeah. at my husband and he did not take the bait. <laughs> he was like, no way. I'm not getting involved in this. No way. Um, but then I felt really weird about it. I was like, oh, who am I going to, I don't know. I don't like asking for help. It feels weird. But then I asked like the general public for help in a really like silly way and it help me get over that hurdle I don't even know how to unpack that but like throwing it out there without having to have any awkward conversations with people yep. gave me like maybe five people isn't that amazing within a day that's fantastic saying, oh, help yeah like, that's great thank you solution <laughs> found so so they've already come and helped you Mars yeah has come in and helped you yeah 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 that's done. awesome. And gave me some life coaching and made me some lists. <laughs> so either it'd be really fun to share all the different ways that I'm stuffing up, right? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full transparency, I do it a lot, right? Oh, well, so I do I. And, yeah? I. and, you know, I'll jump on that train. I mean, I think I've talked about it before, specifically in relation to doing listings on okay, my yeah. website. Like I mix up numbers all the time and you can't mix up numbers like... They matter in the world. They, must, <laughs> they that's do. The difference between a dollar fifty and fifteen hundred. That's right. And measurements, like I, I mess them up. Yeah. And and also, like yesterday, I was listing some stuff. So that my solution to that has been okay. Well, let's chunk it down and not make, it, not try and do these huge collections. Yeah. Hey guys, are you loving what you're hearing on the podcast and craving a bit more from my studio? then consider checking out my e-course trilogy, Painting as a Practice, playful classes in mixed media painting designed to nurture your authentic style. If you're a beginner painter or seeking some fresh new approaches in your art, then check out chapter one, Laying Solid Foundations. Or if you'd like to learn more about my ways with color and mixed media art supplies, then chapter two is a great option. And if you're seeking to really hone your creative style or learn how to create a series of larger works on canvas, then chapter three is a brilliant option. Each chapter is just 77 US dollars each, or you can pick up the discounted bundle of all three courses for just 219 US dollars. To learn more, be sure to head on over to the link in the show notes or susannethicutstudio.com forward slash online dash classes i'll see you soon um so i've just been listing a couple at a time which i I can focus long enough to do that and i can double check and i don't go into that whole fuzz that happens when i'm doing like 15 of them you don't like pretend that you can batch things because yeah people have told you it's the smart thing to do (laughs) and i got this massive headache and i i think it was actually because my jaw was like oh my god i really hate doing this like my i think my whole body just went no 
No, no, no. So it's really actually refreshing that you've turned up today and told me this whole story because I think that's actually what I need to be doing as well is like isolating out the specific tasks that I really just cause me a lot of grief because there's this thing that we do and we all do it because we're trained to do it from when we're really little, which is to force ourselves to do things that we hate, right? Right. Just, uh-huh, yeah. just suck it up. Yeah, it's get just it life. done, right? Yeah, don't and, get any easier. And yes, there are things that have to be done that, like there are, like there's no escaping Taxes. it. <laughs> well, yes, but I don't do those. I have an accountant do those. That's that was true. one of the first things that I, when I realised the numbers thing many, many years ago, I do not touch my tax or anything that get any form that gets submitted to the tax office <laughs> from everyone's be- well-being. But... You know, are we constantly doing that to ourselves is the question. Like how much are we pushing on ourselves things that actually cause us a lot of pain and grief? And they do. Like for me, I'm having like all kinds of physical reactions and the longer you progress on a journey of healing and as we are, you know, our businesses and our art businesses are so intertwined with our self-care and it being something we need to do for our well-being. Yeah, it's very holistic well, that's, I think that's kind of the quest we're both on really, isn't it? Yes. Like to make it our lives beautiful, right? Yeah. And I've, I've done my own listings for enough years to know that I can force myself to do it and I will probably do a pretty average job of it. So at what point do I go, well, maybe someone else could do this and it would be better? And the thing that's holding yeah. me back is like I've had someone do that for me that's left and now I have to train another person and I'm like, oh, now I have to train another person. So that's what's holding me back. But I've just gone back to doing it myself because that feels harder, but maybe it really would be a better investment of my time to... Maybe you don't need to train anybody. Well, this is maybe it. Maybe the person you employ or the person you get outsource it to, you're already just doing that. It's already yes. like that's just what they do. Or they can just look at what I've done I in the past. I hear what you're saying. The mm. idea of finding some help for these two hours in my fortnight just felt like so hard that I hadn't done it in the past and it took a very expensive lesson <laughs> for yes. me to like... Be motivated and have to do something about it. Yeah, totally. Totally get it. Mm, I would love to know from listeners about their biggest stuff up recently. Yes. Like recently. How did you stuff up this week? How did you like be, I don't know, how did you let yourself down or let your customers down or like what went wrong that you could have avoided and it was on you? And how did you relate to yourself around it mm-hmm. after it happened? You know, like, did it set off a shame spiral? Were you able to jump on that shame spiral and, and see it for, the, for what it was and not beat yourself up? What happened? Did you go full tilt on this, the shame spiral? Because I know I've done that on yeah. many an occasion when <laughs> oh, I've yeah. done made the silly mistake. These are all really mm. – Valuable things to reflect on. They are. And, you know, I think that, like, we talk about errors we make, but they're always in hindsight. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's that Instagrammable world of, like, oh, I did something wrong, but this is how I've, like, magically fixed it. Aren't I wonderful? Yeah. Like, talking about it in the moment. Like, this is still in process. I got a message from this lady this morning saying I got the wrong amount. And I'm like, as a refund, I'm like, no, you didn't. That's It's the exchange rate. And now I'm going to have to sort that out. Like it's it's not neatly tied up with a bow that I yeah. can just share as like here is a solution-driven, you know, 
process for getting yourself out of this mess. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I am in the, and the Well, yes, but the other thing that happens as a result of going through these kinds of things is you end up building things into your business that protect you from them in the future. So if you hadn't made that mistake, like you'll probably change how you what you have in your listings. You'll probably put something in there like yeah, well, takes up to a fortnight for me to ship. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, I have a whole list of terms and conditions on my website that are the result of mistakes or un, not even like conscious mistakes or just unfortunate things that happened that I hadn't safeguarded against. Yeah. I hear you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's it, isn't it? Like you, you live and learn, hey, like mm-hmm. literally. And we're all just flying by the seat of our pants, yeah? We're all mm-hmm. just figuring out as we go. And I actually feel really grateful that this specific customer gets that. Well, isn't that nice that it happened with someone that wasn't really mean to you? Thank goodness. Mm. Maybe it was e- would have been easier if they were mean. <laughs> you know, I've, I've actually know. never come across a customer that wasn't lovely. There's something about the kinds of people that buy art that yeah. I think they're mostly very kind and respectful people and very understanding. That's mm. the experience I've had anyway, which has been lovely and I hope that doesn't change anytime soon. Yeah. Mm. So if you mean go away, like, <laughs> put that in your terms and conditions. Well, I don't know. Mean people, do they buy art? I don't know. Maybe they're buying other stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so don't know. what do you think are your biggest takeaways from this experience? <clears throat> that it, I, if I ask for help, I will get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't think that I would. I thought it would be too hard. And that you're allowed to ask for help because I know that, I mean, I've had conversations with you about this before. Like I remember when you were wanting to renovate your studio yeah, and you were like, you were trying to get quotes from builders and they weren't turning up and like all this stuff. And you'd had an offer from a friend to help you for free. Uh, Yeah. And you were like, oh no. And I was like, what are you doing? You're like (laughs) a really generous person with your time. Just accept the help. But you know so, the irony is that the person that's helping me is also like that. They are the person who will like help everybody. And I'm like, can I can I please help you renovate that bathroom that you're doing? Or that whole house that you're doing completely single-handedly? And they're like, that's fine. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. Isn't that interesting? But that's the thing, right? We all have things that come up again and again and again in our lives. So this has come up again for you, asking for help. Yeah. And you met the challenge. Yeah, I'm a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) In your own unique universe, you are. Yeah, so what are you going to do? How are you going to manage this listings thing? Because that barrier is still there for you. It is still there for me. Um, I kind of feel like at the moment, like in my ADHD journey, I'm still figuring out some stuff there and processing some stuff and I don't feel quite ready to bring someone else in just yet. But I'm definitely going to, like, move in that direction. Things are very quiet for me in the business at the moment and I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself to do a heap of stuff. So I'm just going to take my time with that and let it unfold. Yeah. And I also have a puppy that just blew up my life. Can we just talk about this puppy for a minute? Like, I know you've mentioned her on previous podcasts, but I am 
besotted with your puppy. She's so adorable. She's blown oh up my gosh. life in the most delightful way. But like seriously, for a person that struggled to have attention in the first place, I now have none. What does she do? <laughs> Why what's she? What's she She's doing? just a puppy. Like I'm She's toilet cute. training her in the middle of winter. I don't have the kind of yard that I can leave her in that doesn't have a fence. So she can't just hang out in the backyard for hours on end. And it's also been an incredibly wet winter yeah. here. So I've been toilet training a dog that is, hasn't been terribly great with toilet training in the middle of winter and it's been – and she hasn't – it's taken her a long time to get it, like a couple of months and she still has accidents and I'm really determined oh, she's going to figure so that out. So does my six-year-old like <laughs> – <laughs> That's one thing, but you know, I do. I'm really aware of how I've had a dog before, and I'm really aware that that period when they're a puppy, that's when you want to get things down. So I've put this a lot of energy into training her. Get a puppy. Yeah, but I knew I, what I was doing because I've had one. Yeah. Like, and that's why it took me like 12, 13 years to get another one because <laughs> my kids would have nagged me for years. I'm like, it's a lot oh, of work. It's like having another baby. Though she is. Like I just want well listeners to picture this like curly haired fluff ball about the size of a teddy bear. Yeah, she's like a teddy bear and the kids and just adore her. Oh god. She's so I just cute. Want to eat her. Yeah. Like I'm not like a doggy pet person. I'm not that I'm not like I my girl works works with Laura, who used to be your studio assistant. We walk together, you know. And she will like stop at every dog and talk to the dog and have a big conversation. And I'm just like standing awkwardly, like smiling at the owner, you know, because I'm just not that person. But your dog is all to buy. Uh, people just stop in the street all the time and uh, just go gaga for her. And she just adores people. But she can't walk. Like she's taking a lot. It's just so random. Anyway, finally the lockdown is up where we are at the moment. So I can start doing formal training with her at a school on Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh, she's in a puppy But I'm painting a bad picture. She's actually doing really well. Yeah. She actually is doing really well and she's a beautiful dog. But but I'm in like it's almost like newborn zone. Like I'm not having a productive time in the business because I'm putting a lot of energy into making her into a great studio dog. Yeah. And mostly like yesterday I was on a call and she sat on that sheepskin just here by my chair at the computer and just slept. She's been doing that a lot. So, so cute. But then she just decided to start barking at me in the middle of the call. <laughs> she was like, yeah, time for me to have some attention, Suze. Totally. <laughs> so that was a total, totally unrelated topic, but not because that's what I'm doing with my time at the moment. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. You can always see more of my art over at susannethercote.com. And if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes, you can find those over on susannethercotestudio.com. I love hearing your comments and feedback. So feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not snap a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories? Be sure to tag me at susan.nethercote so I can say hi. And if you've got a great idea for a future podcast episode or know someone who you think I should interview, then pop on over to susannethercotestudio.com forward slash podcast, hit the button in the header image to shoot me an email. Catch you next time.